nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at TomBernardShow.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18-hole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to TomBernardShow.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. TomBernardShow.com. Keyword passport. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. I saw all the, oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime, on demand, wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, baby. And then also, I have to tell you this, Gelfan. Mm-hmm. I have been doing a really good job predicting what Tom's going to do. And so I'm going to just go on the record and say he's going to get come in here and be mad that I'm making coffee in the other room. Like, I think that's going to come into play. Do you have any predictions what's going to happen when Tom comes in? So what's the coffee thing? Hear it? Well, why is this that, is that bad to make coffee? Yeah, like it's loud. I shouldn't be doing oh, it. Oh, uh, yeah, it is loud. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll hear. It's like, it's, like an, it's like an ocean, you know, rushing to the shore. It really is. It, it could be very comforting, actually. He'll note uh, that I am a <laughs> professional, and he'll note. He must be on the air with that bull. See? <laughs> See, look at him. He's already telling me how talented we are. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well. I betrayed Gelfan, I- by the way, yesterday. You did what? I betrayed Gelfan. There's a shock. I did the one thing tennis players always do, but they said they're never going to do. I went and played pickleball. Oh, you're into that? No, that's good. Yeah, Yeah. it's a loud sport. Yeah, it's great. It's funny you don't look like you're 80 years old. Yeah, well, I've always kind of had that vibe, though. Like, on the outside. (laughs) true. But on the inside, I'm an 80-year-old man just dying (laughs) to get out. Well, you used to play with me, so there's a a fair amount of difference there. I know. So, yeah. God, I wouldn't tell anybody that. No. Yeah, no. yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> either. Play around with Brit, Brit. Play ish. around, you're gonna get burned. That's all there is to it. So, Miss Gelfan, what's the latest? What do you guys? What you guys open up with? What'd you start talking about? I was trying to guess what your uh, predict what you're gonna do, and the coffee machine was going. So I thought you were gonna say something about that, and I left the door open. I thought you were gonna say something about that, but you bypassed it all. I'm used to you being a complete letdown. I thought you were gonna say I'm even keeled. <laughs> Yeah, I'm very even keel. Everybody knows that. I have to ask you guys a question about that. Yeah. Because I talked to two people yesterday. That's your first mistake. Am I right? Yeah, you got that right. Oh, you don't want to high five? There are, yeah, that's what I want to start doing here. You know, why me? Why me? But no, one of the people said to me, oh, you sound like you're in a better mood. I said, what are you talking about? He said, well, the last time you, you called me, you sounded like you were really angry. I said, no, I wasn't. 
Does my voice always sound like I'm angry? Like 99% of it. Okay, well, I didn't know that. I, I don't sound angry now when I go, like, get the hell away from me. Yeah, at right? all. No. I, yeah, I have no idea. I mean, I've been listening to your voice for 40 years. So. That's true. So you kind of used you, to it at this point. Used, but I do have that edge to my voice, I suppose. That I, for well, most it's people, the pipes. That son of a bitch. They'll do that kind of deal. Yeah. Like, every time we have somebody new in, luckily we've had AJ for a while, where he's like our stand-in producer, that he's used to it. But I always have to be like, he's going to come in strong, and he's going to come in hot. But everything he's saying, just know that it's just his voice. Some of it he means. Some of it he does want to kill A, B, and C. But yeah, you have a very ag- everything about you is aggressive. Is it really? Because I don't know that. Even that stare just now. If I didn't know you through and through, I'd be like, "Is he mad at me?" See. <laughs> <laughs> but I like, gave her that one. I, I, I mean, yeah, of course. Well, I'll have to work on that because I didn't do know I was doing. I do. Yeah, like, I can't be scaring knows, everybody. You're not. You're not scaring anyone. Everyone who knows you knows it's fine. Well, I think, I think Tom, Tom's voice has a hint of disappointment in it. Yeah. Gee, I wonder why that would be. <laughs> well, you know what they say, there's no, uh, there's no hope for the satisfied man. Yeah, there's also no hope for the universe. Well, People are the worst they, they've ever been. As Listen if to, to confirm, yes, that's true. <laughs> it's not that I disagree yeah. with you. No. Don't you tell me what you agree with. It. Yeah, I thought I'd do my gravelly voice thing. When you guys both want to go down the depressive hole, I just want you to know, unfortunately, you take us all with you. So, like, what, when you both what, lean what, into the, what? yeah, no hope for humanity, me and AJ have to come along with you on this journey, and we are not exactly pessimists. Yeah, but you're the ones that are doing it. Oh, of course we are. That's right. Ruining she is the, the problem. I'm the problem. Tell me how I'm the problem. She comes across it. as, you know, this this happy person. Yeah. Bright right. eyes, you know. Uh, sure. But, Used but to. deep down, no, it's disappointment, too. She's yeah. a disaster. Yeah. I tried to talk to Gelfan yesterday. My one-year-old was in total scream mode. Oh. But before that, Gelfan was listing off his ailments, and she kept laughing. And I was, like, looking at her going, that is so inappropriate. I wasn't listing off my ailments. One right after the other, after no. the other, after the other. I was just bemoaning the fact that uh, there are a lot of things I can't see anymore. Yeah. That's off. I mean, you at one me point, both, Pally. the yeah. phrase degenerate eye loss went into play. Yeah. Which I'm not saying isn't true. I'm just telling that mm-hmm. you that there was a you list. Degenerative. Yeah, thank degenerative you. Degenerative eye loss. Way <laughs> to go, Gelfand. Yeah, that's me. There was one thing after the other. A comma, I'm a degenerative. Hell, all right. A comma was involved. A comma was involved. There was a list, and she kept giggling. And I had to tell mm-hmm. you, Gelfand, I am so sorry that Gogo is laughing at what you're no, saying. No, no, I, I love hearing her voice. I don't yeah. care if she's crying. Yeah. She's a baby. Yeah. And uh, babies. And I, uh, you know, my my children are bereft. And they've disappointed me. Let's I understand. Well, once again. You know, at least you got grandchildren. I do. I have three grandchildren. <laughs> I adore my grandchildren. Yeah, well, of course. No question. The pivot. The pivot to, no, I love babies laughing. I love babies. I love hearing I babies. What you're talking about. And then the pivot to, my family has disappointed me. I have no <laughs> Greg. It's almost a master. Like, it, it really is impressive oh, well, how you can go down that hole that You're quickly. right. Uh, what I should say is it's great that I don't have to put my nose into dirty diapers. You're so lucky. It's very true. Yeah. So there is a, there's an upside. Okay. One, one trick I did learn at the optometrist is you close your eyes, and then you snap them open real quickly, mm-hmm. and it really helps you clear your vision. It's like... See that? You, I mean, did you hear how it disconnected? Yeah, amazing. <laughs> so all that blurriness. You're such a nerd. What? Look at you. You want to open?
in your drink and you do a whole bit around it? Well, I got to do some to cover up the noise. Totally. Oh, that made me laugh. Which, by the way, is what I do when someone wants to take a picture of me. Because my eyelids are always drooping. Yeah. I look like a Valium addict. Which I am not. That you're not. That's and, true. Uh, so, As of yet. So I haven't counted three. I close my eyes at three. I open my eyes suddenly. That's, and, and then it looks like I'm awake. That's what Justin like should it. do. He cannot take a photo with his eyes open. He should take that yep, tip. That's what of you do. Shut, 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 open. Right. I like it a lot. As long as you can still see that good for you. That's all I'm saying. As long as you can see the, the Vikings lose tonight. Oh. oh, Mike, should we, yeah, we should probably get into that. You're right, because that is not going to be pretty. I'm grabbing coffee. <laughs> <laughs> she gets up and leaves. Hey, get me some in one of those paper cups, would you? I don't, want, I don't want it in the ceramic cup, because you don't know if people are washing them. Uh, I took them all home and put them in the dishwasher. Oh, nice. Good so for you. So you can use one of those as much as you want. Catherine and I take care of that. That's not a problem. So if you want a ceramic cup, you can have one. You want a paper cup, good for Yeah, sure. Either way is fine. So Either Viking, way, Britt, Britt. Vikings tonight, uh, they are. Uh, they went from they went from a five-point favorite last week to a six-and-a-half-point dog oh, tonight. God. Yeah, not a lot of uh, trust in our team. Mike, that game, I was at that game. Yeah. It was horrible. The line sucked. The quarterback sucked. I mean, well, it, yeah, it what about not, the running game? The running game is non-existent. Yeah, no, that, was, that was pathetic. It was terrible. I literally, I, you know, was, I had a good time because we were with the Billski and his lovely wife, so mm-hmm. that was good. But it, it was a horrible, hor- you just, it seemed like you just were not into it, Mike. It's like, eh, we don't really want to be here. They didn't seem uh, quite prepared. Yeah. You know, there's, there's this myth, we'll talk about this with Judd later, but, or soon, but. Uh, Actually, it's Jeff Bassel today. Oh, it's Jeff. Yeah. All right. Judd and Phil are doing two weeks of Viking camp, so they're not going to be on. So Jeff Bassel's filling in for them. Oh, that's, that's great. Love it. Good to talk to him. Absolutely. Um, so anyway, back yeah, to Yeah, no, I was just saying that, you know, there's, there's this myth now, that, which uh, seems to be repeated by every hack, that, well, it doesn't matter anymore if you have a running game. You know, oh yeah, I know. Running I've heard backs that don't too. count anymore. Yeah, you're right. And there is, a, there is, there's some reason for saying that because you know, running backs they don't get paid much at all anymore by by NFL standards. Not as much as quarterbacks. Well, no, the 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 position, the running back position now on on offense, it's like the eighth highest, or maybe third lowest position. An offense that used to be the number one thing is yeah. having a ground game. Oh, right. was huge. Right, you you know you 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 pass the ball early so you could establish the running game. Yeah, you you're know, right. You know that's it's but it's not not true anymore. So the Vikings come along. I mean, I don't I don't care what you think about the value of a running back when you when you gain 33 yards on the ground in a game. Yeah. 33 in a game. They uh, used to do that in one series, easily. Oh, there's no question about. But they that. don't have a running back anymore. No, they do. What? What? He ended up in New York, didn't he? With with yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Who's yep. now going to be out for the? It doesn't. Even, I don't. I doubt he's ever coming back. What yeah. do you think? Uh, I I didn't even think he'd be coming back this year. Even right. when, even when he was right. starting, I didn't I didn't view him as a thing at all. It just, no, I know you talked about that before. Yeah, to me, he meant nothing. So, uh, but of course, it doesn't mean he's wasn't better than the guy who's there now. The, the mm-hmm. guy who's there now. I mean, they don't. Teams don't. That's the other thing. You know, teams don't have uh, have uh, like they really don't have a backup anymore for their quarterback. They pay the quarterback yeah, so yeah. much that they can't afford to pay another one very much. So most teams just aren't prepared at all, which is unfortunate because quarterbacks tend to get hurt. 
Well, it's kind of like this situation here. It's uh, it's hard to find sidekicks when Britney takes all the money. That's true. Yeah. Yes. You know. Yeah. And I also get hurt, and I also, even when I don't get hurt, don't show up for work. <laughs> exactly. Well, and, and that's I, the other part. I'm not complaining, but all I get is an Arby's coupon. Yeah. That's it? That's yeah. Which you never use, and so right. why would we give you more? Well, you, you can see me sometimes. I'm, you know, I'm, uh, I'll be standing in front of Arby's trying to sell the coupon. Oh, I love Arby's. Is it weird that I do love Arby's? I don't eat at I it do. a lot. I eat at it like once a year. I get made fun of because I do, but I like it. Tell you one thing, though. What? Hmm. Back when it used to be on the spigot, it was even better. Oh, I oh, bet. Oh, it was so much better. Remember they had to peel it off? They had, oh. it, that was actually real roast beef. It was. Yeah, it was now phenomenal. it's a sponging loaf, you know. Yeah, you're right. And I, the, the real reason I don't go to Arby's at all is because I am so sick and effing tired of those commercials. Arby's, we have, we have oh, the I, meats. I, I, can't, I, I hit the mute button in about a half second. <laughs> How do you know that's not me doing that commercial? I was just going to say, holy cripes, Tom, you could do that commercial. Well, the guy does have sort of a, a, a sort of a Caribbean lilt to his voice. Yeah, it's, that's uh, true. I know that. Who is that guy again? Yeah, I can't remember his name. I'll find he's it. He's an actor. He certainly doesn't. It's John Benjamin. <laughs> is it? Yeah. He's uh, He was like the spokesperson. If you're talking about the guy that says the we. No, Ving Rhames. Ving yeah. Rhames, okay. that's yeah. exactly right. I, I know what you're, you're saying. Right. Yeah, yeah, AJ's not wrong, but yeah, this it's is Ving Rhames. Yeah, well, we he, doesn't, he doesn't have to go to auditions anymore. No. No, <laughs> no he does not. You're absolutely right about that. But, you know, as far as I don't eat anywhere near, and I, I don't do it by choice, but I don't eat anywhere near as much fast food as I used to. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I mean, either. Why did we do that? Because I didn't do it on purpose. I just don't do it. I, um, I'm my father's son. I have never eaten a McDonald's hamburger. Never? Never. That's good. Even when they were 19 cents? Never. How about White Castle? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. That's a different story. That's a different but, story. But, you know, I, I, I think I told the story one day, but I, I, had, I had two for my 40th birthday. Two white castles. Yeah, and I said, this oh, is great. I'm uh, never having any again. And you never did? No, I figured you turned 40, you really can't eat that stuff. God, like that. it's so good, though. I, yeah, it is. Yeah. You can totally still sneak that in if you want. I, but I'll tell you what, it's funny when you don't do something like that, it will mess with you. Like, yeah. if I go a long time eating really healthy and then I have fast food, I'll wake mm -hmm. up dying of thirst just because there's so much soda. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it's... When your body isn't used to the eating a certain way and you switch it up, you're like, oh, my God, what is that noise my stomach is making? I was trying to think of uh, some of the some of that fast food that you just can't get anymore that, that kind of went out of business. Because I know it happened to a few of them. Mm -hmm. um, but I can't really remember their names anymore. It's kind of sad, actually. Oh, and, and by the <clears> way, <throat> um, Brittany said, what, what's that noise my stomach is making? Mm -hmm. Borborygmy. Oh, good. There you go. That's that's what we in the medical profession call the gurgling of your stomach, well, borbar that... borbarygmus or borbarygmi. And he used to be my neighbor back in the old days. Yeah. <laughs> same. <laughs> Look at that. Look she at goes, that. same. Look at that. No, I was just saying, oh, my God. It's the same name. I cannot... That was a pretty good joke. I no, was he a, was he a, just uh, was he a rapper or was he more like into? Play? There were no rappers then. Yeah. It was all about sports. I see. There's no question about it. No, mm -hmm. there's no getting around it. My favorite, favorite story about uh, Minneapolis North High School. My buddy Andy Fisher. I know I talk about him all the time, but I adored that man. My best friend yeah. ever. Phenomenal athlete. Five foot seven, weighed about 160 pounds. Was the toughest guy I've ever met. 
That right? was basically the uh, that was the prescription for a high school running back. It was days. back in those days. Yeah. You're right. It was. But my favorite part of it is, is you'd watch the game, and Andy had put. He was really good at putting like head fakes and moves on people. They'd always fall for it. Mm-hmm. But he would make these long runs and all the rest of it. And I'm standing there. Timmy Laudner loves this story. I'm standing there. Well, it's got to be good then because he's such an entertainer. Oh, my God. A personal <laughs> right in the back. Look at that. <laughs> well, but, he's, he's, you know, he's very straightforward, but he's not exactly a – he's just not an entertainer, you know. And by the way, I'm about to say something, and if you think for some reason this is reverse racism, you're an idiot because it was oh. met with great uh, a great love for the man's – talent well there's no such thing as reverse racism exactly yeah so andy breaks away for yet another to like his third touchdown of the game yeah and one of the guys goes who the hell is that white boy <laughs> and the other guy turns him he goes it be fisher, it so be his, fisher. his nickname for years was it be we always called him yeah. it, it be. be i mean that's it be an fisher. honor to be isn't a, that it wonderful be that's a good one that's a cute name i've had a lot of nicknames <laughs> in my time and i've never picked one it be britney it, I've had Brit Brit, I've had Quitney, I've never picked my nickname, and I'll tell you what, Ippy would be such a cute, like, Ippy Fisher, like, he's very lucky, that's adorable. It was phenomenal, because he was such a great athlete, Ippy Fisher. Yeah. At, at University High School, I think our running backs tended to be more like, oh, 5'10 and 140 pounds. Yeah, oh yeah. But they were, they were just fungible, because one goes down, yeah, because they were always breaking their leg or something. Yeah. Oh, sure. Well, that makes sense. The, the, the worst thing was when we, when our team had to play Golden Valley. Golden Valley was the king of that conference. They were back cons- in the day. Yeah, that, they I was were say, monsters. Does that still hold true? That's no, Breck now. Okay. Yeah, it's Breck, and it's the, but Golden Valley in those days was a public school. Yep. Mm-hmm. And but uh, they had big kids on that team. Oh, oh absolutely, they did. And yeah. uh, there You're were right. no big kids on the U High team. So uh, yeah, it was kind of a massacre. It was bad. Yeah, but you were a lot smarter. You knew how to read better. Well, we had a great we had a great chess team. Yeah, great chess team yeah. over it. What was that, Marshall University? Well, it became that. But it became that. That's but right. But I didn't go to Marshall U High. I went to U High. Did you letter then? I I lettered in uh, truancy. Yeah, nice. he lettered in two things. F U. Those are the two <laughs> letters right there. He lettered I could in. See you being a good student though. Galpin. Well, I was in English class. Yeah, because you love you do love the idea. You love the idea of learning. Well, yeah, but, but I am an autodidact, and of course, I you, love that. And you are too, so Tom. Yes, I, I don't think Brittany is. Uh, she's she's just a didact. She's just a didact. Yeah, and uh, not very good at that either. Well, hey, listen, she's. <laughs> we all have talents. She got through the nursing program, or no, well, I'm not. Well, I'm you're still going through going. it, but yeah. but that that uh, that's something that not a lot of people could do. No, I suppose not. I certainly couldn't. No, I couldn't either. You're absolutely right. I suppose we better take a break here. Oh, the show's flying by. Oh, today. See, I walk in and boom. 9.15? OMG. Oh, it's only 9.15? Oh, my God. Only. He goes with only. He's put in 15 minutes of work? <laughs> we got another 45 minutes of this? Your coffee's waiting. <laughs> good. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I'll we, need it. Well, the good news is we got we Basil got, we coming up bottom of the hour, so that's good. Yeah. Fall in Minnesota, it's a fantastic time of the year, and I feel great about having spent the last few months pursuing my weight loss goals with MNFatLoss.com. I'm down 33 pounds. I did check yesterday. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, no exercise required, to schedule 
your free consultation. Go to mnfatloss.com. I feel great. The weight loss hasn't been hard. I do not feel hungry. I have a great deal of energy, and I'm getting closer to my ultimate fat loss goal. With MN Fat Loss, you're only eating real delicious foods. The MN Fat Loss team really has discovered the secret to weight loss. I thought the idea of losing up to a pound of fat a day sounded great. And I'm here to tell you, this program delivers. Fall is a great time to get on the calendar for a free consultation. Go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Results may vary, and be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. There's a guy named Tom Cross who likes to do kite things. Tom takes the phrase, go fly a kite to an extreme, and for years goes all over the country in search of great kite flying events. Lincoln City, Oregon comes to mind with Chinook winds and seven miles of pristine beach that draws folks from all over North America for the best kite flying conditions in the world. Tom brings a little Minnesota with him when he goes to Lincoln City in his new 2109S Rockwood Mini Light Travel Trailer. The new lightweights from Rockwood are very popular. Tom hauls his trailer from Niemeyer Trailer Sales in Albertville and Elko New Market, Minnesota. Niemeyer Trailer Sales is the only place Tom would prepare his next kite flight. Solar panels, exterior griddle, air conditioning are just a few of the standard features in his Rockwood by Forest River from the place that is your ultimate RV headquarters since 1965. This is Tom Bernard. Visit my friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales and take your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Go to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Ten bucks says your local Staples now accepts Amazon returns. Ten bucks says you can make those returns at Staples seven days a week. 10 bucks says you'll get in and out fast and easy. 10 bucks says when you make an Amazon return at Staples, you'll get 10 bucks off your Staples purchase of $30 or more. 10 bucks says it's pretty cool to get 10 bucks to spend on something you want just for returning something you don't. 10 bucks says Staples will be your new favorite place for Amazon returns. 10 bucks says you knew I was going to say 10 bucks says. Offer good in store only. Exclusions apply. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Protect your engine against sludge and wear with a synthetic oil change. O'Reilly Auto Parts has five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil for $35.95. Plus, get a $5 O reward to use on a future purchase. Our professional parts people can also recommend all the supplies you need for your next oil change. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Tom Bernard here for Power Lodge and Miller Marine as lake season throttles down. Trust the world's largest Bennington dealer, Miller Marine and Power Lodge, to protect your passion. Call today about Power Lodge Miller Marine's limited-time winterization specials. They're offering free storage with the purchase of a new boat. Get double the value if that new boat is a luxurious, I said luxurious Bennington, with unbeatable employee pricing stacked on top of rebates. This is the best time of the year to buy, and there's nothing wrong with fall water on the lakes with beautiful color-changing cruises. You know what I'm talking about. Need a power upgrade? They'll store that new motor for you, too. Prepare now and bundle up your boat for a worry-free launch next spring. Pontoon passion starts at Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Free winter storage with the purchase of a new boat from my personal buddies at The Lodge and Miller Marine. Throttle therapy on and off the water at millermarine.com and, of course, powerlodge.com. Oh, and if you mention Tommy sent you from the Tom Bernard Morning Show, before the uh, summer is done, you'll receive total consciousness. So you got that going for you. Which is... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I just looked at how color-coordinated we are. I'm looking at the screen, and in the upper left, there's Brittany wearing a pale green shirt. Yes. On the lower right, I'm wearing a yellow shirt. Nice match of color. Oh, beautiful. And then when you go from the upper right to the lower left, you got Mike Gelfand wearing a black shirt, and on the lower left, AJ wearing a gray shirt. Look at the color coordinates. Yeah, and by the way, this is a Nike hoodie. I don't want oh, it to is. talk yes. about a flex. Well, I just said, okay, I can't buy $12 hoodies anymore. No. I, no. Um, actually, I think it's a Dixie hoodie. I think you just lied to us. It's a it's a completely different brand than you just said it was. Well, I was going to say, if there's anybody that embodies just do it, it's Mike Gilfan. Oh, there's no question Absolutely. about it. I think is this. I thought it was a Nike, but is it's it? really nice. I'm gonna say it actually looks nicer. Oh no, you're, you're right. This is a Levi, Levi's. This right? is a really actually. I yeah. think it's nicer than a Nike Levi. one. But and it is nice it for is. your lifestyle choices. You're kind of a little more. You're less. You're less like you need the sw- the sweating uh, compensation and more. You need the rugged because of the hard life you live. That's true. Yes. You did look like an emo teenager walking down the hallway on your phone when I was walking up to you. Just oh, now. I was just trying to figure out how to turn it off. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's you know that's that's how savvy I am with the current technology. Should I be a total prick and use my lowest tone walking down the hall when people are walking right at me, staring at their phone? Yeah, God, I hate that. And you have to move over because they have no idea you're there. Should I go boo? Think that'd Wait, go over? Yes, big? I would do that. <laughs> that's if what I had your pipes, I would. Boo! Do that. That's what I needed at the state fair. I was there every day, and my oh, biggest takeaway oh, is we need a class on just walking <laughs> etiquette in the yeah. state of Minnesota. We yes, just, we it's, you guys, it's not everyone's fault, though, because oh. they intricate. Oh. Our life is so intertwined with our phones. The map not for the mine. state fair. Yeah, well, whose fault is that? I'm not saying it. I'm being attacked. I need a safe space. I know that, like, I want to yell at people, too, but now we're at the point where used to have maps everywhere at the state <clears> fair, <throat> but now it's like, they're on your phone. It's a PDF on your phone. I get it. It's super annoying. You should put your phone in your pocket and honestly just get lost a little bit, especially at the state fair. Well, at the state fair, you're right, because why in the world at the state fair 
would you want to look at anything except the ground? Because if you're looking at your phone, you're going to step in a big pile of shit. Well, you might. Yeah. There, there, no question about that. But I, 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 I don't know. I think I'm going to start carrying around like flares and stuff like that, so people can see me coming. It really is. If you would have shown us a like a snapshot of the way people walk crossing the streets while looking at their phone. Oh, God. And we all do it. You have to admit, yeah, like, once in a I while, don't. you pull up your phone and go, where am I, where am I, whatever. <clears throat> and it's a terrible habit. It's t- absolutely insane. But the, it's like no self-preservation at all to cross the street. Like, when I go to Hubbard, there's, like, an intersection that everybody is on their phone because they're trying to get the bus times. Oh, God. And you have to turn in, and you go, I can't believe... How easily it would be to just, if I was looking a different way, I could kill five people today. (laughs) Well, I had my friend, I have had a friend, don't see him much anymore. You can just stop there. You had a friend. I know. That's pretty much the story. That's what we all go. That's, this is (laughs) a lie. My my buddy, my buddy used to walk around Lake of the Owls every day, right? Yeah. And he would walk around Lake of the Owls holding uh, a book. An actual book. That's wild. Uh, uh, just like right in front of his eyes. And he'd walk around the lake pretending to be reading. You know, it was usually something like, like one day I saw him walking around the lake and it was like crime and punishment or yeah. something. And he's, he's looking at the book, making a big show of it. And I said, you know, Bill, I don't know what demo you're going for, <laughs> but I think, I think two things. I think, first of all, maybe something a little more accessible to read. The other thing is, you should probably not hold the book upside down. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Your first tip off. Probably. Yeah. Was he trying to hook up with some? Oh uh, yes, yes. Okay. Always. <laughs> uh, that's what I thought. Oh, I thought he was doing it to be vindictive and prove a point. Like it's the same thing, you guys. How dumb! I, this is how I thought your friend was just being like the mayor of Pettyville. Both. Both. <laughs> that too. No question about it. We got pass coming up in about five minutes. Looking forward to that. Gelfand and pass. When was the last time you were on the air together? It's been forever. For it's got to be like fifteen years or something, doesn't it? It's probably close to that. Yeah, I would think that. No, probably, probably is. Yeah, because he one day I, I woke up and he wasn't there anymore. Two St. Louis Park boys, right <laughs> shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, well, it's, you know the comparison is awesome. Well, it's, you know, the, and it's the obvious. Ability and, well, it's obvious. You're absolutely you right. You know, he grew up with, what, like uh, eight siblings or something? Uh, five. There yeah. were six boys. Six boys. Yeah, well, yeah I, six boys. Mm-hmm. And uh, I only knew I only knew a little bit uh, uh, one of his brothers who uh, who coached uh, Little League when I did. Oh, really? Oh, and, and his brother was, he was the greatest coach was ever. Was that Johnny? Um, God, I don't even remember. Might might have been Johnny, but he had like he had like created all this equipment for the kids to to work with, you know, elaborate equipment like like pulleys so they could strengthen their their oh. you, know, you know their shoulders and and all this sort of stuff. He he really, I I guess I have to say, kind of envied him, and he always had good teams too, yeah, which really pissed me off. <clears throat> Passlet's a pretty good athletes, man. Yes, they are. well of course when he wasn't in the uh, penalty box. That's true. That's a very good point you're making. (laughs) Think back. Maybe you were in college or even just last week. What's the weirdest or dumbest way you've earned some extra cash? Do you have a thought? I don't really have a thought. Oh, yes. Being in radio? No. Well, when I I worked at the Daily, um, there was was sort of an influx of, uh, for some reason, um, defacing billboards was very popular. Oh, I remember that, yeah. Yeah. I do remember that. So, uh, and I'm working at the Daily, so I thought one day, I thought, you know, I, I just have an idea. So I went out and I picked up some spray paint, 
cost like a dollar twenty-five. And uh, and then what I did was there was a, there were there were women who were it didn't have to be women, but I think a lot of women were defacing this one billboard. Uh, it was a God, I don't know it might have been a cigarette billboard. Oh, okay. And uh, and they were defacing these billboards and 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 they were using spray paint themselves to write uh, uh, stop stop exploiting women. So one of these billboards right. Right down University Avenue had one of these billboards for the same cigarette, I think. And this time, they were kind of, they had gotten to be, well, let's just say, uh, somewhat aware of, of these things being spray painted. So this one featured a pirate. You probably remember which cigarette used to go with the pirate logo. I don't remember that, the pirate logo. I don't know, I'm thinking <clears throat> it was Marlboro. Could have been. I smoked the Larks. That's what I smoked. And then, oh. it, and then of course, cool, cool miles. Well, of course, growing up on the North Side. Got to smoke that, the <laughs> menthol right. cigarettes. See, you know, you were assimilating. I was. Well, I, was I assimilated. No, of course. And some some people too. would say no. You were basically, uh, you were basically, um, uh, just just sort of sort of cheating by exploiting, by exploiting uh, another another person's uh, culture. You know what's amazing? I still I believe you were the first one that came up to me all those years ago, 15, 20 years ago, whenever the hell it was, mm-hmm. when I said assimilator hit the goddamn road. Yeah. And the people called me racist and horrible and you're this and you're other. And you came in and said, assimilation is good for people. Well, we had that, that conversation. We did, yes. yes. And I lost that conversation. Oh, you because, lost it? Well, because there was this guy... Who, uh, who organized all this this letter campaign? Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, so so just to finish up on the pirate story. So. Oh sure. Yeah. So uh, there there was this pirate one instead of the, instead of the one exploiting uh, women, and so I spray painted "Stop exploiting pirates." <laughs> but getting back to what I you like were saying, what you're saying I love about that. This, and this was actually a way of earning money for me. Then I got down. I took a picture of the billboard. And then, uh, then they ran it in the daily. And, well, they did. And for my uh, dollar and a quarter spray paint, I got back like thirty dollars for having the photograph published. Well, that's pretty good. So, what did they ever come after you for spray painting a billboard? No, I got away clean with that. Oh, you Not did till yeah. now. Right. Well, there's. I think that that the. I'm pretty sure Statute that after of, after uh, what uh, like 40 years. Statute of limitations. I think up, it's think? expired. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm gonna get to the bot. <laughs> Officer Dave is like, this is my new hot take. This cold case. He's there on it. There you have it. Or we could have Jeff Passolt decide. Perfect. That's what we could do. Love that. Uh, Jeff, do you remember the last time you worked with Mike Gelfand? Um, I know I was laughing. Uh, At me, I, but <laughs> <laughs> hard realities. No, I, I I can't tell you the exact uh, time, but um, I know that uh, we always, I always got a kick out of his take. Well, we always had fun with Jeff. We did. Yeah, yeah. it was always. Yeah, a good you time. guys, and I was a good sport about it. Well, I would hope so. I was well, uplifting okay. was you from the dregs of society. That's right. There was a bit of silence there after I uh, kind of asked that question. Yeah, I noticed like, that. Oh no! It, it, <laughs> the thing about Jeff is he he was you know he was, he was a you know a hard news guy on on TV, and but he was he was such a great entertainer on radio that the first few times that that he was on the show, I thought, well, this, what's this guy doing? 
and it turned out that he was he was really a, a very talented entertainer. Now, don't get me wrong; I'm sure he's lost all that talent. But, well, it's uh, all gone. No, <laughs> it's got to be well because he's been living in Florida, right? Well, uh, in the wintertime, uh, yeah. I'm up at my uh, lake place in Wisconsin uh, for the summer until uh, November 1st. But, um, you know, really, I, a part of that uh, that uh, talent thing mm-hmm. was uh, egged on by Tom because we were talking the other day how we played touch football in Cliff Siegel's backyard, which, yeah. by the way, makes us an expert on football now. Oh, yeah, and my, my you know, my, know everything. my yeah. buddy uh, Bobby Bargini used to play in those games. Absolutely he yes. did. Yep. Yes. Bobby yep. played in a lot of those games. Bobby died and on December so, 6th, and I'm still <clears throat> bummed out. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Great I'm guy. sorry to hear that. Great guy. Uh, anyhow, uh, after those games, Cliff would have a little game gathering and it was one of the first videotape recorders i ever saw yep video tape <laughs> oh yeah and tom would do uh muhammad ali uh or some other How about rodney and uh i don't think he was doing rodney quite that okay but it was more because muhammad was still hot back then you know yes yeah, oh, yeah and, that was your original muhammad ali was yeah, yeah that was yeah. the first one yeah. yep and, and my brother egged me on to get up there and do my howard cosell with him that's right. So, Howard Kelsell. Yes, you know. And, and See, I tried to egg him on. He would not take the bait. <laughs> Wouldn't do it. Look at that little monkey run. <laughs> oh, God, he called him a little monkey. I will never forget He didn't forget mean that. anything by I know he Come didn't. No, no. He got roasted hey, for it anyway. Still, yeah. We used to take the, uh, the, the live feed off of the truck at, uh, at Monday Night Football. And the Vikings were playing, I believe, at Met Stadium on Monday Night Football. And they were playing Atlanta. Somehow we got the live feed. Let me just put it that way. So you heard what the guys were saying in the booth during the break. Mm-hmm. And uh, somebody was giving Howard the finger or something. <laughs> probably Don and Meredith. Howard, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. And How, Howard says to Frank, Look at that goddamn team stinks, and they're saying they're number one. <laughs> <laughs> and and Frank goes, uh, Howard, they're not saying they're number one. <laughs> <laughs> well, what the hell? Well, you know that was that was it was the same kind of situation when uh, one of my closest friends, Bob Lundegaard. Oh, I love Bob. Got Lundegaard. roasted by Al Michaels over satellite. Oh, oh, I didn't oh, know. oh. so so I have a, yeah. I, Go ahead. I have a story about that, but you tell, yeah. No, I was just going to say, so, you know, of course, Lundy, Lundy, uh, he was so excited when he heard that he was being uh, lambasted. I think it's lambasted, isn't it? Lambasted. Yeah, yeah. lambasted. See, people say lambasted. They say lambasted. And I don't like that. Anyway, so. lambastic. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. So, so um, that was like, Lundy just loved that. He did. And so, like, you know, the next, and so Lundy, well, so what happened was I wrote a story about it because I was working for Ad Age at the time. And so and then Lundy became a national sensation. And he's bought mm-hmm. lunch for me ever since. And if you knew Lundy, you would know that that's almost unheard of for Lundy to buy lunch for someone. <laughs> He's got that Scandinavian I, I, pocket. He, I, I remember he had, a, he had a party at his place for his 80th birthday, and it was really wonderful, and, and they, had, uh, they had this big spread, all this great food. And uh, so I was leaving, and I thanked everybody, uh, gave, gave Lundy a little hug, and, uh, which is true, I really did. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and you know it wasn't easy. 
And then as I was <laughs> as I was just about to walk yeah. out the door, I put a twenty dollar bill down on the buffet table. Oh. And Wendy said, "What are you doing?" And I said, "Oh, I'm sorry. I was just so used to paying for for uh, for the meal when I'm with you." <laughs> <laughs> he took that well. Yeah, it all, he did take it well. He, he always took well, it well. So anyway, go ahead. What what happened was Al Michaels was telling his wife what time his flight would be coming in mm-hmm. uh, so <laughs> she could pick him up at the airport during those those live feed uh, breaks that the public wasn't seeing. And so <laughs> Lundy ripped him for not wanting to spend on a long-distance call. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. That's fine. Oh, so, Lundy was such a good reporter. Is, okay, so years later now, I'm in Denver uh, this is 1993 or so, 93 or 94. They fly me to Cleveland because we're going to do the new kickoff to Monday Night Football. All the local sports guys are going to be in their own commercial with uh, with Al and uh, Frank and Dan Deerdorf. And so we're in this studio in downtown Cleveland, and then they go, okay, up uh, next, uh, Denver, you get in here. And then they'd, uh, you know, you'd BS with the guys a little bit uh, right there before the cameras rolled. And then Al would read their script, you know, and for the best in local football or Colorado football, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> sure. Tune to Jeff Passold and the Channel 17. And so anyhow... We're getting ready to tape the thing, and they asked me, so where are you from? I said, well, I work in Denver now, but I'm from uh, Minneapolis originally, and I was doing sports there. And Al turns around and goes, is that effing asshole Lundegaard still right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I love that, it. Yeah, and he was saying, you know, and during when, when he didn't realize people were watching him satellite or didn't care, he was saying, Lundy, you son of a bitch, you... Yeah. Ten cent yeah. worth of nothing, journalist. Take that, oh, Lundy. On. Lundy, you're yeah. a pe- You know, he just went on like that. And it Lundy loved it. We just series. loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a that was a funny moment, though. God, if I could have had a, a videotape of that. No question. Hey, speaking uh, of a holes, by the way, Doug Sprinthal's here. Oh well, I gotta go. Are <laughs> <laughs> you not gonna hop on? I can. Yeah, why not? It's a family Here, affair. There's a big mic right there. So oh, big mic. Okay. Oh, mic is not plugged in. So as as Sprinthal, uh, gears up here, we do have to talk a little bit about the Vikings game tonight, don't we? We absolutely do. Pass and Gelfand, yeah. I want to hear it. It's not going to be pretty. I don't think so. What's the latest on the on the uh, Curacao and uh, uh, Bradbury? It sounded like Bradbury's out yesterday, right? They're going to miss those two. Uh, starting offensive lineman against a really good defensive line. Yeah, and they don't have a running game to begin with. I know. So now they're going to have to throw the thing. Uh, oh, and the, the only way they have a chance is if they they win the turnover battle. And I mean yep. big. Yep, big or, time. you know, or uh, run a kickback or something crazy. Yeah. Otherwise, I just don't – they're a six-point dog, mm-hmm. and I wonder if they're going to be able to keep it that close. Well, you know, the, the, the reason that people, I think, the, that it's not a, a bigger spread is just because of the fact that the Vikings won so many games last year when it was a one-score a, a one game. You know, they right. won like 10 games like that. But the, other, but the thing is, they, they almost never covered the spread in those games. 
So now they're they're not an underdog. They're a, uh, they are an underdog. They're not the favorite like they were most of the time last year. So it's a completely different situation. And since Madison, since they the Vikings have this theory, which a lot of teams now have, with that the running back doesn't count, that they're right. fungible. But it turns out it may not be true because Madison gained 33 yards on the ground. That was the only 33 God. yards basically they got. I think uh. I think I think Cousins was the second most. Uh, he had the second most yardage among Vikings rushers. I think he gained three yards. Three yards. Yeah. yeah. So. But my theory on the yeah. running back thing, Mike, is that they do matter when you're inside the five yard line. Yeah, and I, I think I think you know the it's just like the yardage you get on the ground. Uh, counts just as much as the yardage you get in the air, but maybe a little more because, as you say, you may be able to pound it in then from the three-yard yeah. line or the two or the one. And the Vikings don't have that ability now. Well, uh, the old Michigan State football coach, Duffy Doherty, years ago said, I don't like throwing the ball because when you do, uh, three things can happen and two of them are bad. <laughs> He's right about that. The well, only good thing yeah. is a reception. Three of you. Incomplete or intercepted. And actually three when you count the groin pull. Oh, yeah. Oh. Wow. <laughs> what was it, AJ? Testicular attrusion? Or, uh, Con- uh, contusion. 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 Oh, yeah. I don't like the sound Yandy of that. Diaz of the Rays yesterday. Or oh. oh. Ouch. I've never had a mm. bruised testicle, thank God. Never had I, How happen. do you fix that? <laughs> a lot of ice, I'm assuming. Indeed. Yeah, indeed, it's true. So uh, nobody in this uh, building right now is giving the Vikings one hell of a chance to win tonight. I say they play better than last week, but it isn't going to be good enough. I agree. Well, by when do you mean actually the, the the final score, which I don't really know much about, <laughs> or do you mean the point spread? Oh, because he's just that's saying. All, that's all Stretch cares about. Well, I mean, I think I, if I had to bet on the game, and honestly, I don't, and I won't. But if I had to, I would take the points. The over? No, I'd take the six and a half points or six. Oh, would you? Oh, would you really? Yeah. They're oh. expecting a shootout. It's like a 49 and a half over under. Yeah. I which, saw that in the over under. Yeah. Which, which, you know, is almost nothing compared to some of the ones we've seen in recent years. Uh, you know, but, but yeah, 40, it's, it is a lot. 49 and a half is a lot. Seven touchdowns? Jesus. So, for the sake of, like, excitement and let you yell at me, can I you act? You say sake or fake? For the sake of. Okay, good. All right, it will also be for fake of. Can yeah. I act like I think the Vikings are going to win so at least there's one person? Who sure. You, mm-hmm. Oh, the Vikings are going to take them. We'll talk tomorrow. I know they're going to win. I'm sure Lertzema will have a big game. <laughs> I've been, that's who I'm betting on. Who, who are they playing, Brittany? They're playing the Eagles. Okay. Oh, good job. It's a very tight turnaround. (laughs) (laughs) You have been listening. I retain everything. It's just a lack of interest that happens. No, you're right about her listening because I know she's not reading it. No, not retaining it. Nope, but I'm listening to all of I'm getting paid a lot of money to listen to old men. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know, she's, she's, she's the typical person who wins the office pool. I know. You know, yeah. like, oh, I like their uniforms, oh. that kind oh. of thing. If you think that... I haven't been the champion in my fantasy league, you'd be wrong. And I got no. the trophy and I bedazzled it with credis- cri- with pink crystals on the whole thing for so the oh. next person that got it. That oh, hurts. God. It was beautiful. Was when glorious. I was at Channel 11, two years in a row, the same woman in the newsroom won the football pool two years in a row. And we said, well, what's the secret? She said, I pick the, the helmet I like. Yeah. 
Mm. Diane it. Chambers won betting on the dominant state flower. I think that was an episode. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> the dominant state when, flower. I when I that. used to do March Madness, I used to say, oh, well, where would I rather go? But unfortunately, it's a bunch of shitty places that I don't want to go. So I couldn't do that yeah. anymore. I was like, oh, I guess I'll end up in Spokane and always have Gonzaga taking it. Well, hey, hey, <laughs> come on now. You've just you've just insulted your sister. I, I know that's the only reason yeah. I always pick Spokane and know how to say Gonzaga on like half of the broadcast. So it was Gonzaga. No, it's, it's Gonzaga. My dad and yeah, my sister went. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't know your well, dad went there too. Yeah, he reminds me. So it's me in as the well. family. He, once wow. a year when we talk, he reminds me that I didn't go there. That is a lovely place, though. You know, Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Well, well you know, they, they've got like the the beautiful uh, Spokane River, I believe. Oh, is sure. that what it is? Well, what's cool? Which about, is basically a sewage yeah. uh, system thing. You're talking shit, but I'll tell you this. <laughs> You're talking shit. The World's I'm Fair talking. was once there, so yeah. there's a lot of really cool <clears throat> things in Spokane that they left behind. That it's actually beautiful because they're really into these structures still, and that kind of oh, like sure. has a carryover. So. Spokane is actually super fun to go on an adventure in because you'll just see these well, insane structures. See, this is great. How, the, the, big, how, the, big, uh, the big thing they have for tourists is rusted garbage. Yeah, yeah it's great. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come watch this building fall apart. Right. Well, what do we so got to share? How do you yeah, right. that? Oh, don't get me going on that. <laughs> Chef has a vendetta. But, Spokane got its name because of the streets were originally like the spokes of a wheel, right? Almost like a roundabout system. Oh, interesting. I yeah, didn't know that sure fun that. fact. I like that. Yeah. I have a question. Here's my theory on the cherry and a spoon. Now that uh, Brittany mentioned it, I was in the cities trying to take 394 over to the other side of town into St. Paul. I don't care what time of day it is. The way that thing is backed up before you get to the tunnel. Oh, it's rough. Oh, yeah. Is a ridiculous joke. The, in order to fix it, They'd have to get rid of the cherry and the spoon and that stupid rooster <laughs> and then move the Walker Art Center. And I tell my friends, that's never going to happen in Minneapolis. No. But that's the what, what should be done. Because I, think of it if, if from, a, from a commerce standpoint. Yeah. But how about this? What if your uh, loved one was in an ambulance and trying to get through there to HCMC or yeah, something? Yeah, good point. Uh, you know, it needs to be corrected. I mean, you're starting the anti-cherry movement, and I, I thir- at first I thought I was going to be against you, but I might, you may have won me over. Screw oh, that yeah. cherry. Uh, it <laughs> says nothing about Minneapolis. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay. Well, never mind. I was going to say something, but I decided against it. It's not a good idea. I know what you were going to say, too. Uh, I bet you do know exactly uh, you're t- what You were probably thinking because, the, yeah. But, if uh, I would have used a different, like if I would have used the F word well, on that thinking, one, it would have been a bit more aggressive. More. I think I think what Tom was thinking of, how could it look more like Minneapolis? And then he was sort of vamping from that. That's correct. Yes. There you yes. go. Right. Exactly right. So I know Pass has got to go, so you have to answer this question for me, Pass, before you go. Who was the Gopher basketball coach that ended up at Gonzaga? What was his name again? Dan Dan Monson. Dan Monson. Yeah. That's exactly who it was. He Very came, good. He no, came he, from that. He came from Gonzaga. Oh, he came from yeah. Gonzaga. Okay. Yeah. Or Gonzaga. Yeah. And then uh, Dan and, Monson. And that was that was the uh, that was the Minnesota theory of recruiting coaches. If if this guy coached a team that beat our team, then they would try try to hire that guy. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That's right. How's that working that out? A couple of times. Well, I wish they would have hired uh, uh, Dutcher's son. 
Because look what he did down there, yeah. Yeah. New Mexico State or whatever. No, you're and right. you know what? His contract down there was specifically written that uh, they'd have to give him so much money if he left, except if he took the Minnesota job, they could have paid him a lot less than to uh, of the buyout. Yeah, He wanted to coach the Gophers in the worst way. You know, because his dad still lives in the Twin Cities. Right, and, uh, right. Yeah. You know? No, but they, no, but they, they couldn't do no. that. Well, you yeah. know, the, the reason that Monson uh, just just had, you know, the worst time here, and, and it, all, it all culminated in when he was, uh, he really had almost no choice, but he uh, inherited the, uh, the virus that is known as Chris Humphreys, as I recall. Mm-hmm. And, and that did it for that right. team and, and for him. Chris yeah. left early. Is that what you're no, saying? No, no, it's not that. It's just that when Chris Humphreys is on the floor, whether it's in grade school, high school, college, wherever, he's just gonna. It's only gonna be him. He did like to shoot. Well, you're right about that. And because I, you know, and I, he had to score. Uh, when I saw him play in high school, no matter what the score was, his father would not let the coach take take his son out of the game until he scored 30 points. <laughs> And I believe it was the same thing in college. William got a little wound up about that, did he? Yeah, a little bit. Well, you remember the you remember the Chris Humphreys ratio we always talked about. Oh, that was back in the day. Yeah, yeah the the points yeah. to the points to assist ratio, and it was usually something like about thirty to one. The only problem with that whole deal is uh, that it was brought up to me when Chris Humphreys walked up to me about five years ago, and he's about a foot taller than me. Yes, he is. Listen, I got a yeah. problem. It's like, oh well, <laughs> I might have a problem too. Well, he—I mean, he had a—he had what what I would call a great NBA career. You know, I yeah. mean, he averaged like three points a game or something. But man, just to survive for like six years in the NBA, whatever it was. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's oh, there's a, there are people like that all the time when you check the roster. That you know they're sitting on the bench and they're making five million a year, yeah. and you're going, that guy's still playing. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> year, That's a great way to end the segment, you monster. All right, pass. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you, sir. Bye, Jeff. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. I like that. Ta-ta. We'll take a break. Be right back. Dougie Sprinthal in studio. Didn't want to get involved in any. You know, sports talk. Well, he's a car. You're going to ask me about football? I don't know anything about it. Do you don't know? Not at all. Not very much. Not even, I would have thought maybe Boston maybe you'd know a little bit about. When I grew up, the, the, it was the Boston Patriots, and they were so bad, yeah. I actually rooted for the Cowboys. It I mean, high Boston school teams Patriots. could have bought, beat the Patriots in the 60s. <laughs> they were terrible. Now, was That's that true. the team that, uh, what's his name, quarterback Tim, uh, what's his name? You know what I'm talking about. The Notre Dame guy, the little guy. God, I don't remember who that is. Oh, uh, I know who you mean. That was in the 70s, I think. Was that the 70s? That was when it was him and they had another small receiver, Randy Vitaha. Yeah. Oh, Vitaha, yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that. All right, we do have to take a break. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes to wrap this thing up. You all have helped support My Pillow when they're employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You heard me recently talk about uh, My Slippers, the Giza Sheets, My Pillow 2.0, and more. Great news the My Pillow six pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98, and for a limited time, and I said a limited time, ladies and gentlemen, 
Uh, the set comes with all this great stuff. You get the six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That would be a 50% savings. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. Like any good agent, we're here for the open house, for the closing, for handing over keys. But because we're Realtors, we're here for so much more. Agents who are Realtors volunteer at nearly three times the national average. We're working to broaden access to credit, increase affordable housing supply, and ensure fair housing for all. And Realtors are bound by a code of ethics. We're here for it all. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Hey, y'all, this is Ronte. And a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A honey pepper pimento chicken sandwich is the pimento cheese. I was like, go cheese, go pimento, go honey, go get it. Hi, this is Shantrice, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Honey Pepper Pimento Chicken Sandwich is the mild spiciness of the pickled jalapenos. No, it's the crispy chicken. Actually, I can't decide. It's the entire sandwich. Order the Honey Pepper Pimento Chicken Sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Available for a limited time. Real Chick-fil-A guests paid for their testimonials. It's Tommy B for our friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales. They've been a part of Minnesota since 1965. The name says it all. They are family. If you want to take your passion on the road and make memories camping wherever you want. You know what I'm talking about. No motors, but pulled trailer RVs. Go to Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Father Jim Sr. started the business and the brother and sister team of Tim and Lisa handle Albertville with Jim Jr. at the helm in Elko New Market. They're the best name in non-motorized RVs with great deals on the best brands like Rockwood and Northwood. Niemeyer Trailer Sales truly outservices their competition with personable employees, often sons and daughters of this third-generation family-owned business. They simply do what they say they will do every time, and I do mean every time, because their name is on the building, and with a huge selection, RV service professionals standing by, you will leave satisfied no matter what you're looking for. Niemeyer takes care of every memory maker. I mean, customers, of course, that come in. They're Albertville or Elko Newmarket location. Head to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com and put your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. AJ, if you get a chance, uh, can you hop on the dailywire.com? <clears throat> if you get a second. I was just sent this. Um, and again, I'm going to say it one more time. And I told you this 12, 13 years ago. We need to assimilate. We need to move toward one another and assimilate to other cultures. Uh, nothing sexist or racist here. Apple Entrepreneur Camp, and I'm talking about Apple Inc., the big one. Mm. Uh-huh. 
Apple Entrepreneur Camp program bars applicants based on race. When are we going to learn? Is it ever going to happen? If it's bad on one side, it's bad on all sides. And it is bad on one side. So what is this? What were they... It's an entrepreneur camp. They're going to teach them how to entrepreneurial oh, it's a camp. skills oh, and all the rest of it. Oh, I get it. Sure, yeah. So but, I'm guessing they're not letting black people in? Yes. I'm sure <laughs> that's what it is these days. Well, sure, I just, because they... What is wrong with people? I guess, I guess they can do it by race. Colleges well, can't, but... I, why I, would you knows? want to? I don't... I, I have no idea. Uh, we really have got to learn about one another. It's just disgusting. I blame Brittany. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm the person to blame. But uh, seriously, why would they do something like this? I don't know what you want. I have no idea Apple's motivations. I have no, believe it or not, I don't think they'd even let me in a building they own. I, I wouldn't either, no, but that, yeah, I don't get a choice. And the amount of crazy I become by going into an Apple store when they start having this wait time, even though you have uh, an appointment and then really? you get into a weird spot. Like, yes. And because they, yeah, because they're notorious for making people wait. Oh, it's just, oh, I didn't know that. And Is then that you right? just have product everywhere, and you're just like, ah. <laughs> and I become. It's like the DMV and Apple Store will make me insane. I will all of a sudden just be like, next thing I know, I'm the definition of a Karen, where I'm like, well, do, do you even know how much money I spend with you? And they're like, bitch, we don't well, care. Sure. We they don't run. say bitch, they're we like, don't care. We run you. Well, because it's it's a room full of people. Who can't look at their phone, right? Yeah. So you know these people are having a... They're in crisis. Oh, no, they have... Now the thing is, you have your... They have a device to even communicate with anything. Mm -hmm. So they have this, like, tablet of some sort. um, And they have, like, four different ones in their hands. Listen, and I know everyone's trying to do their best, but like Apple in general is just... That's what I've heard from a number. We don't kind of have that reputation. Catherine and I don't even deal with them. We don't even have Apple TV. Yeah, but, like, your phone... I suppose, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Do I have an option? AJ, please tell me that story was made up. <laughs> I can't find it, so I think... No, I'm seeing it here. It's from Spencer Lindquist. Okay, but what is that? Ah, uh, Spencer. Uh, well, if it's from Spencer. Um, so let's see here. Apple's set to host specialized entrepreneur training camps at bars applicants based on their race and sex. To participate, organizations <laughs> must have, quote, black... Hispanic, Latinx, and or, or excuse me, or indigenous members in both leadership and on staff. Okay. Why would you? Well, buy? look at what white men have done. Take yeah, a look well, at Apple. Why would you have to pay for that? <laughs> Maybe we should just you know move on from these elderly white people who now control the board of directors of every major. Yeah, because they've left up everything they touch. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, what? Well, hey, look, if you want to be inclusive. Uh, there are problems in every corner. There's no doubt about that. But I just, in 2023, almost 2024, you're going to bar people based on their skin color? No, 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 wait a minute. They, they're going to allow a token few whiteies. <laughs> I do have to laugh because it's like funny too as what? we get more and more down the line. Even just knowing your nationality is so stupid to me because I even feel this way about me. Is that like, I have like 40 different nationalities in me. So as it gets more and more... That's right. That's the ultimate solution to all this. In 200 years, we'll all look alike. Just keep reading. Well, they said that 200 years ago, though. Yeah. 
Wow. I just, it, it just amazes me. You think, oh, we've come so far that we're going to turn people away based on their skin color. We've gone nowhere. Well, the Supreme Court said that there's no racism anymore. That's good. I'm mm-hmm. glad that's done. I'm glad that... <laughs> so I'm sure it, they were right. Is it that Kendall Jenner commercial that took care of that? The Pepsi commercial that finally oh, took care God. of that racism? That tricky... What a world, what a world. What a world, what a world. All right, we only got one minute left. Who wants to close her out? Well, I do want to note that uh, I am getting my hair cut today. Anybody but oh, you. I am too. <laughs> are you Are you going to Amanda? Of course. Oh, yeah, you're going. To, she, he goes to my cousin to get his hair cut. I go to Diep. Diep. Oh, St. Louis Park. D-I-E-P. Oh. An Asian woman. Yeah. She cuts your hair in about three minutes, and it looks magnificent. Well, I don't know we'll what her talent judge. is. We'll be the judge of that. Let's see. I hope you're going after Diep. No, I'm saying I'm going after you looking magnificent. Well, there is that. <laughs> That's very good. It point. only takes Manda three minutes yeah. to cut what hair I have left. That's it. But I'm not I'm not paying for the haircut. Yeah, you no. want the gossip. I want the gossip. Was she big on the gossip? Well, she cuts hair. And she, no, our family, true. our family's huge, yeah, and so. very dramatic. I get updates. Yeah, and so he likes going there and be like, "Oh, word on the street is Beverly wants another grandchild." And I'm like, <laughs> "Are you talking to Amanda?" Which you is know, not wrong. I got to be honest with you, I do really miss the old days. Like you would see it once in a while on a, oh, what the hell, Eddie Murphy movie or something like that. Oh yeah, coming to America, the barbershop scenes were the best. The barbershop scenes were where I was as a little kid. I looked at those things like, oh, my God, I miss that. Because everybody was an expert on everything. Well, and, right? that's, and that's, is still a, that is still a thing in certain yeah. neighborhoods. Is it really? Yeah. I love that. Let me tell you, you got no goddamn idea what you're talking about. It's like, ooh, settle down. I love that. Muhammad Ali. Uh, Muhammad, there you go. That is going to do it. We'll talk to you tomorrow.